Welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. I'm Billy Epperhart, and on this show, you're going to hear from industry leaders in business, real estate, and investing. Our Wealth Builder coaches and myself are excited to teach you how to make sense of making money for making a difference. Okay, let's get started. Welcome to this week's Wealth Builders Podcast. I'm Karen Conrad Metcalf. I am Vice President of Wealth Builders, and I am joined again this week by my amazing husband, Dave. Hey, I'm so glad to be with you, Karen, and with all of you listening. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, I'm really excited about this day because it is part two of a series that we started last week. It's two of two, so this is a final one. Two of two. And it's the five stages of high-performing teams. And whether you're in real estate, business, entrepreneur, working for an organization, this your family, right? Your family. <laughs> these, your wife. Yes, these are things that are really, it's good information, good nuggets to actually apply in any situation. And before we get started here, I do just want to remind all of you that we have got the Wealth Builders Real Estate Workshop coming up October 13th through the 15th. And if you can be there in person, I'm telling you. That's the best. It is the best. We get to see all of you, which is amazing. Uh, Billy and Becky get to spend time with you, which they absolutely love. And there are just some things that have been happening at those events that have been supernatural. And mm-hmm. so we know that God's got more of that coming. Absolutely. It's great to be in person because you get to rub shoulders with people and you actually build community and you find out really other people do. are kind of going through the same thing you're going through. There's a lot of incredible networking, resource exchange. It's a great place to be. It really is. And to learn more about it, go to wealthbuilders.org forward slash events. That's wealthbuilders.org forward slash events. And I'm going to give you a code for tuning in today. It's WB200. And if you apply that code, you'll actually get uh, $200 off. That's a great Either deal. the in-person or the live stream. And if you just aren't able to be here in person, I just want to encourage you to, the live stream has been phenomenal And we've got a lot of interaction there. You'll be meeting other people online. We really love having you as a part of it. So um, as much as we love to have you in person, maybe selfishly because we get to see you, the online or the live stream is a great experience as well. All right, Dave. So we started out with the first two parts of the five stages of high-performing teams And that is the security stage and the acceptance stage. So we won't review that because you can listen to last week's podcast. But today you're going to be starting with part three, which is the... It's the responsibility stage. And that's where a person feels like I contribute. That's where it's at. Now, this stage actually emerges from our psychological need for respect or to be esteemed. But it's not just psychological, it's spirit too. And the reason why it's a spiritual need is because the Holy Spirit is always looking for unity with people. And and that's one of the the, uh, motivations of God. So whether you have Psalms 133 that says how blessed it is for men to dwell together in unity. It's kind of like that oil dripping off the Aaron's beard kind of thing, Mm -hmm. which I don't have a beard, but, you know, it it can be (laughs) dripping. 
And then there's also a picture of this in the book of Acts. And it's interesting because in the book of Acts, they would get together in unity. And the book of uh, Acts actually records it as the word being in one accord. And when they got into one accord, what happened is their obedience, their unity actually began to attract the Holy Spirit. Wow. That's where the Holy Spirit was attracted and that's where the anointing was. So when they got the anointing, access, they got the agenda. Mm. They knew what the vision of the Lord was. And when they got the agenda, they got the administration, which is how to do it and the authority to do it. So this is where they came together. And so this is so powerful because this is a unity process that God is already working on a spiritual level, but people also need this psychologically. They need to feel like they contribute. That's really good. So when you're thinking about a team or even if we talk about family dynamics, um, if somebody is like maybe feeling that they don't belong or maybe they're not being heard uh, or maybe we're a leader and we want to make sure that we do what's necessary to help people feel they belong, what are some ways that we can either as parents or leaders actually create an environment or foster this uh, idea of somebody feeling like they can contribute? Yeah, what do you think? What's what's a good idea for that? Well, I think that if we ask questions. Yeah. Right? So if we get in a meeting, um, I'm not always great at this, but one of the things I do try to do is before I'm so excited, so I could just like download so much, right? But I have realized that if I want to hear from the team, which I do, because I don't know everything, God gave me a team for a reason is even to start out and say, you know what? I just want to hear what you guys think about this. Mm -hmm. And so I like to go around the table and have everybody share, have the opportunity to uh, be able to present what's important to them, talk about maybe some wins they've had this week, or mm -hmm. even in some situations, some challenges. Uh, and I think too, with our kids, especially as our kids get older, with us doing real estate with Levi and Carly, you know, they're really bright kids. And I think one of the things I have really worked hard at, but it's not natural because we're a parent, is, you know what? They've got good ideas and they have, they're really smart, mm -hmm. right? So just letting them make decisions mm -hmm. because they're capable of it. And if they have to come to us for everything, they're never going to grow. And they're not going to feel like they're contributing. So even if we have a different idea on things initially, just realize, you know, they're there on site and they are, they are taking in all the information and there has to be an opportunity to be able to make decisions and know like, hey, we hear you and we want you to contribute. Mm -hmm. And I think in that, it really makes the overall project or the overall you know, results so much better because it's not just from our narrow perspective. Yeah, that's, that is really great. And what's really cool, we'll give a little, uh, you know, like advanced notice here. Mm -hmm. We actually just demonstrated point number four in our conversation. We did. We did. So back to point number three, which is the, I contribute. These are marked really by behaviors where the group member they're, they're more committed to each other's success. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And this is where they want to know about them and they want um, to have like group think, like, let's solve this problem together. Mm-hmm. So when people are contributing because they feel safe and they feel like they belong, they start to contribute ideas. And that's the beauty of the leader is to help them in that open space to be expressing themselves and doing that. And that's exactly what they're doing in this particular uh, section of number three. They're getting creative, they're taking risk, and they're seeking the input of other people mm-hmm. because they feel comfortable to say, hey, like, what do you think? What would you do? And so that's the part where uh, they contribute. Yeah, and I think, too, just thinking back to some examples of that, I really see that with uh, our team. Actually, at Wealth Builders is so amazing. We have the best team but they really like to do things together. So if we have a big project, I'll hear, like, for example, Hannah will say, hey, Matt, let's get together and let's talk about this um, or vice versa. And I think when you have an environment like that where everybody wins, right, you're not like, hey, if you've got the idea, you win up. Oh, you didn't have the idea, you lose. But really, people realize that we are better together And even fostering that type of openness gives such a better result. And when they've got that opportunity or it's valued, right? And as leaders or as parents, we have a lot of control over that because we don't pit people against each other. We don't pit kids against each Mm -hmm. other. We don't, um, you know, like manipulate in a meeting. Like if somebody does something we like and somebody missed the boat, we don't like, you know, like cause them to, you know, oh my gosh, I want that place of favor or whatever, because everybody has favor. Or or put them down. Yeah. Like, what were you smoking? Yeah. What were you thinking there? Oh my gosh, Dave. (laughs) Um, For thinking. That's bad. Yeah. Thinking. Let's say thinking. Well, but that's, that's really important because as a team, if, if, if the team wins, everybody wins, you can, you can really give people that opportunity to want to contribute because you're not there correcting them or telling them their idea is bad. Right. Well, I was expressing kind of a, a little bit of a harsh, exaggerated <laughs> response. <laughs> so we wouldn't really do that. Okay. Well, some of these leadership skills we've already talked about, but to just go over it, first of all, when you are talking with your team, You want to avoid the speech making. You want to communicate like skills or policies Mm -hmm. and make it feel more inclusive. And I like to use the loaf of bread example. Like you don't just hand them a loaf and say, here, eat it. (laughs) You, You kind of invite them into the kitchen and you say, hey, what, what sounds good to you? Like what's the ingredient like that you think would really add to this? Mm -hmm. And that is a, a part of this process when they're contributing Everybody comes out excited about what they're doing together, and it's like that loaf of bread they made, and they really want to yeah. share in it, and they really want to enjoy it. The second thing is you can use questioning techniques, and one of the techniques is where you actually have the other person answer their own question. That's what we demonstrated yeah, earlier. We did. Because you said something or asked something, and then I said, uh, "What do you think about that?" Yeah. So that is a really good place where you ask a person like their thoughts. Mm-hmm. And, or maybe another thing you could say is, what's, what's been your experience? That's a good one. People always have an experience. And then sometimes you can even say something like, uh, what, what do you think has is, is been a challenge? Mm-hmm. And a challenge is a nicer way of saying, what's a weakness? Because people don't necessarily yeah. talk about weakness. So that's, that's kind of like one of the ideas. 
And then you can just continue to affirm them and be positive. And then if you do have feedback, just always do that in private and not front them out in the group because you want to maintain that I feel safe, I belong, I contribute, and this is like a safe place. Yeah, and it's not a fear-based situation like, oh my gosh, I hope I don't get picked on in this meeting, Mm -hmm. right? Exactly. I've been in those situations. It's not fun. Oh yeah, me too. (laughs) All right, what's number four? Okay, number four is the work stage, and this is where we perform. Now, obviously, people are working before they get to this stage, Uh, However, the high performance part of a team is really performing when you have gone through these stages of you're safe and you belong and you contribute and now you're really performing. And this is where the the group and the organization and the environment is um, really moving forward and they've got alternative ideas, they've got suggestions for problem solving. They're implementing solutions and they're agreeing as a group. They're like moving as a group. Yep. And that's what's really powerful because if you have one person who's kind of like moving in a different direction, sometimes you feel like you have to kind of reel them in or like, you know, hey, we're over here. (laughs) But when you have them all together like this, this is where they're really doing it. And it's really great. I really like this stage because it's, it's actually for a leader or even if you think about a parent, it's the time where you're not having to be in on everything. And mm-hmm. it's kind of um, a relief mm-hmm. because you've got people taking ownership. They are willing to take responsibility. They can build some of their own processes that fit in with the big process. Mm-hmm. But this is a point, too, that you know the organization or your business, your wealth building journey, whatever that is, is moving forward without you having to be in on every part of it. And a really big part of that is building systems, which we do a lot of working with people in our business uh, coaching mm-hmm. because we realize a lot of people want to scale they're maybe stressed out because they're working so hard. And then we kind of uncover some of this that they haven't got to that point that they're able to or comfortable delegating. So this is a really powerful step. This is a really powerful step. And, and you just mentioned one of the leadership skills that you have with a performing team is you can actually delegate mm-hmm. leadership responsibilities. And that's really powerful because when people take on a bit of an ownership and they get responsibility and authority with it, Mm -hmm. they just come alive because they feel like, hey, I'm I'm leading something here. Yes. And that is really important to uh, really have someone do that. Yeah. So if somebody listening is saying, uh, hey, Dave and Karen, I really hear what you're saying, but what are some practical ways for me to start to step this out. What are some things, Dave, that people can do that's going to help them move into this place? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, um, there's several tools that you actually use that are helpful. Like one of the things that we'll maybe talk about down the road is the organizational clarity survey. Mm-hmm. That really brings the team together yeah. because- Everybody has a voice. They all have a voice. And then usually it identifies core issues and what's important now, and then the objectives that are going to be reached. Mm -hmm. And that's where somebody actually gets to lead one of the issues to resolve. So it kind of pulls it all together. It's a really fun thing. And in this performing area, you find that the group is actually problem solving. They're discussing and they're not forcing their ideas or opinions because it's more like a group and there's really like inner interest in 
what do you think? And, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And that's, that's part of the leadership skills here involved in that. That's really good. All right, so we are up to five, which is the final uh, step or stage of what we're talking about with this topic, and it's called continuing improvement stage. Yes. Tell us about this, Dave. This is where you want your team that's high-performing. You want them to find new ways of education, experience, learning. You, you want to encourage them. You want to uh, build that positive Momentum. Some people call it the big M, momentum. <laughs> and when you've got momentum, that's important as long as you have the systems in place that are moving the two most important factors of your business, which is profitability and growth. Mm-hmm. But you've got momentum going towards that. And this is the stage where you're just continuing the improvement. It's um, the idea that you just keep sharpening up your, you know, your knife so it keeps cutting sharp and doing, yeah. doing well. And that's it. That's really good. And I think, too, when we reward this, whether it's kids, um, whether it's, you know, with our team, whether it's like in our business, when we reward people for coming with better ideas, that's really an area where you can see a lot of like high potential in people, but also you keep your high performers because a reason for that is that if I think I know everything as a leader or as a parent, I'm literally shutting down high performers because if they would bring the, their improvement ideas to me and all I'm thinking about is, oh, I know how to do this and I know the best, you're really, first of all, stifling your business or your journey, but you're also... Um, not creating an environment for high performers to thrive in. Mm -hmm. So really, when you take these five stages and you apply them, you will have a high-performing team because you want people that think for themselves. You want people that can think of another way to do things. Mm -hmm. And if we can create a space for that and just in humility realize that we don't know everything, which of course we just had a conversation about humility today because you know you get to that point like, oh my gosh, I know this. And it's like, what? I just started leaning on myself and not on God. So when we go back to that point that every good idea, everything comes from the Lord. So we can set that aside. But also sometimes it's like, okay, you're my child, but you actually have a better handle on this than I do, mm-hmm. and you create space for that, that's where that healthy family business, that building generational wealth opportunity comes. Or like I've got pretty much all millennials uh, and maybe even some Gen Zers on my team, and I love it because I need fresh thinking, but if I always just thought that everything that I did was right, I would miss out on these the gifts that God has put in people. Mm-hmm. So I think that in this, I love that continuing improvement stage. It's not up to us, but we lean into our team. And then of course, as leaders or parents, you still have to have a, you know, overall, you got to keep things, you're ultimately responsible, right? Sure. Who's ever in charge of the Definitely. organization. But when we create that opportunity for movement, that's where I really think we see with organizations, businesses, we see them take off because it's not at that cap, right, mm-hmm. of the leader. Mm-hmm. That's right. 
That's great. Well, it's been fun talking about this. It has. So I'm just going to review the five stages so you guys can write this down. We've got the security stage. I'm safe. We've got the acceptance stage. I belong. We've got the responsibility stage, which is I contribute. We've got the work stage, which is I, we perform. And then we've got the continuing improvement stage. Mm -hmm. So speaking of that, wow, if you want to continue to move forward in your real estate investing, yes, really be a part of this event. You will you will love it and learn so much more. You can go to wealthbuilders.org and it is the real estate workshop. Use the code WB200 and you'll get a $200 discount. So also, um, I want to let you know too, we just rolled out the Wealth Builders Masterclass for Real Estate. And if you listen to the podcast with Lance, you've heard this, um, where we've got a masterclass and you can get the masterclass for $4.97, which includes a free live stream ticket, or you can get the masterclass for $6.97, which includes an in-person ticket for the workshop. Watch that before the event and you will come in and be able to absorb so much more of what you're hearing because we had to go to multiple. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Like we heard like multiple times we were at the real estate workshop and it, it was so much, we couldn't take it all in. So if you... Um, if you study it, you'll be able to take more in and get in the game faster. So you can go to wealthbuilders.org forward slash masterclass to learn more about that. All right. Well, we want to thank you so much for being a part of the Wealth Builders family. Billy and Becky send their love to you. And uh, we appreciate you all so much. God bless you and make it a great rest of the day. Thanks for listening to the Wealth Builders Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review the show. You want to learn more about who we are? Visit our website at wealthbuilders.org and check us out on Facebook. We'll see you next time.